Could Eli Drinkwitz be in the process of stealing one of the biggest recruits for Missouri in many years? Well, we're going to find out very soon. Plus, we did just find out the Missouri home basketball schedule looking pretty promising and entertaining this season. And also, Flip Pressy, his return to Columbia. I've got my thoughts. All this and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, a 30-year season ticket holder, former Missourian sports columnist. I covered Chase Daniels' first start for the Tribune, and you know what? Since 2019, the football season, I've been the host of the Locked On Mizzou podcast. I've kind of done it all in terms of sports in this area. So, hey, for all you newbies, that's your introduction. And for all you longtime listeners, thanks so much, as always. You guys are truly the ones who make this show possible. And you know what? We got some really exciting Missouri football news to lead with here, potentially. Caden Green from Lee Summit North. Well, I think the conventional wisdom around his recruitment had been that this large Six foot five, three hundred and ten pound offensive lineman ranked as the thirty fourth best player in the country by rivals.com. The conventional wisdom is that he was going to be going to Oklahoma. Now Missouri had been recruiting him really hard, but until this past weekend on his official visit at Missouri, well, I think most people again thought he was a sooner, but now not so fast, my friend. The indications I have from somebody who is actually directly involved with Caden Green's visit are that, hey, if it was up to mom and dad, especially mom, apparently, well, he'd probably be a Missouri Tiger. And that's having Caden Green, again, this is stuff that Gabe DeArmond has confirmed with his reporting as well. I'll just say that Caden Green, my goodness, if Missouri got him, he would be the biggest get, including Sam Horn, in my opinion, the biggest get that Missouri has gotten since at least Terry Beckner Jr. and probably since going all the if we're not including Luther Burden, right? I'm going back a little bit farther. Obviously, Luther Burden is the number one big-time recruit of recent memory, but going back to at least Terry Beckner Jr., probably all the way back to Doriel Green Beckham about 10 years ago at this point, I think that's the big one. I really do because it's not just Caden Green himself because, number one, this is the type of player that – Missouri just doesn't really get, especially offensive linemen, big-time blue-chip recruits at that position, tend to go elsewhere, even if they are from inside this state. But with the amount of talent that is in this state right now and in the direct surrounding areas like East St. Louis, Illinois, the Tigers have an incredible opportunity here. And not just talent in general, but in particular on the offensive line. Again, if the Tigers can somehow get Caden Green, he's, by the way, going to make his official decision, or at least what we think is going to be his final decision, on July 8th. So we're going to find this out really soon if this is all just noise or just a kid maybe, you know, thinking about his choices before he ultimately goes back to his original thought, which would be Oklahoma. But again, there's more than Caden Green out there. Miles McVeigh from East St. Louis High School. And then you've got Logan Reichert from the Kansas City area as well. All three of those guys, any one of them, would be an incredible addition for Missouri. 
Again, I've said this before. You get two, it's a coup, and you get all three of them, we might as well throw a parade because that's how big of a deal it would be. So, again, Caden Green, just a couple weeks ago, it seemed like he was probably the least likely of the three, and now that that's starting to flip a little bit, well, my goodness, even just getting that close, you got to give Eli Drinkwitz and his staff, Marcus Johnson, the offensive line coach, their ability to close, however they're able to do it, is unbelievably impressive. No question about that. And speaking of closing, speaking of recruiting, well, certainly name, image, and likeness is something that maybe we were able to sell Luther Burden on, right? Because obviously Georgia, Alabama, they got plenty of money to give out as well. But it does seem like there's something about the local appeal that does seem to be appealing to these recruits. And you know what? In terms of legislation, actually the Missouri legislature might have helped out the program recently. And I want to talk more about that moving forward. But first, one other football note here. We did get one more transfer from Oregon on the interior defensive line. Christian Williams has committed to Missouri. And most notably about Christian, he did play more snaps at that position last year for Oregon than anybody on the Missouri defensive line on that interior last year, including transfer from Oklahoma State, Jaden Jernigan, who I believe is almost certain to start at that spot. So Christian Williams, again, from from the Oregon Ducks, hopefully he'll be able to shore up depth on what is an important interior defensive line position. By the way, it appears former Missouri offensive lineman Curtis Gregory, who is now part of of the Missouri State Legislature, it seems like he had a, a pretty prominent role in SB 718, which was passed last Thursday, a week ago, into law by Governor Mark pa- Mike Parson, excuse me, which includes some pretty major NIL provisions, most notably that, hey, guess what? You school personnel, you public school personnel, you can actually get involved in this. Now, there are a bunch of of qualifiers there. It's not as though Eli Drinkwitz is going to be directly handing out payments and negotiating terms and all that kind of deal. But I do have to say, at the very least, this at least makes logical sense. If we're going to be doing this name, image, and likeness deal, if if I say I'm a booster who would like to see random five-star recruit come to Missouri, well, I would like that money to go toward that kid. And if I'm just sitting out here making my own deals and, and in reality, well, the Missouri coaching staff tells me, hey, guy, we'd like that five-star player too, but the reality is uh, he has no interest in Missouri. It's not going to happen. Oh, wait, I've already wasted my money. So again, just the fact that even what I'm spelling out to you here, it's obvious that through back channels, there had to be communication between these NIL collectives and boosters and what have you and the actual coaches themselves because otherwise what are we doing? We're just throwing money around to random recruits who may or may not be interested in your school who the coaching staff may or may not be interested in, right? You can't just go down the rivals listing of recruits and start throwing money around. So obviously on on a lot of levels, allowing the university itself to have some say in name, image, and likeness makes a lot of sense. So what is this actually going to look like? Well, I have a lot of details for you. Coming right up, but first I want to tell you about rockauto.com. And this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. And with the amount of cars, different makes, different models, 
on the road these days? Well, your brick-and-mortar store, they simply don't have the space to house every possible part that your vehicle could possibly need. Well, guess what? RockAuto.com has warehouses throughout this great land. They have everything you could possibly need, and you can find it on their easy-to-navigate website. Find it really within just a few clicks. It's all very simple. They have all the options you could possibly want. And guess what? Here's the best part. They're going to save you money. They're much cheaper than the same parts that you'll find from a chain store or a car dealership. So once again, go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your vehicle right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably, low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Now you may have noticed Lawrence Bowers, former Missouri basketball forward, has been quietly hanging around the athletic program for a few weeks now. Well, it appears we've officially got a title for Lawrence Bowers, and we officially know that Missouri has its own name, image, and likeness collective, I guess, for for lack of a better term at this point. It's called Advancing Missouri Athletes, and so far at least we know they have two employees, one of which a man they're calling their executive director, and that's Lawrence Bowers. And they've also hired former Missouri football player Bud Sasser, of course, a wide receiver on some really memorable SEC East title teams. Well, essentially, this collective supposedly is going to pay those two guys' salary, other administrative costs, but otherwise, all the contributions that come in from the fans are going to go directly to Missouri athletes. Now, here's the rub. And... If you're, a, if you're a fan and you want a specific player to come to Missouri, well, you're just going to have to hope that the collective has the same idea as you are because they're the ones who are going to decide exactly how all that money is distributed and how much goes to player X and player Y and player Z. It's not going to be allocated equally either. And there's also no way, again, fans cannot earmark who receives what. And also the AMA, the advancing Missouri athletes, well, there's not going to be a lot of a lot of transparency here either because they're not going to disclose the terms of any individual contracts. Now, on one hand, I'm okay with that because I don't really need to know how much guy these guys are making. You guys don't know how much I make every year, right? But so and I don't need to know how much you make either. So on that on that side, that's fine. And I guess the only worry would be, okay, how do we have an actual market for players if nobody knows what anybody's actually making? I think you've seen uh, UFC fighters, for instance, complain about this recently in that a lot of them don't really know what the other fighters are making. But gosh, it sure seems to me with the amount of players in college football, the, the the amount that those guys are able to communicate these days via direct messages on the internet, just instant communication. It seems like guys are going to figure out what their market is. So I don't know. My initial response to that was a little bit of concern, but ultimately I think, you know, kids are going to end up talking so much and figuring out what everybody is making, what the real market is. Maybe that concern is a little bit overblown on my part. Now, to me, of course, the strangest part 
of this legislation. And I say, of course, because of course there's a strange part. And at, at best, I'll be kind and say unintended consequences to any legislation. And while this newly amended state law allows, for instance, Dennis Gates and Eli Drinkwitz and other employees at the university, by the way, to actually engage with more NIL business, the NCAA rules are still prohibiting collectives from using NIL payments as recruiting inducements. So while Mizzou coaches can't directly negotiate any types of terms, any of these deals with with current players or recruits, the state law does allow them to endorse, again, the AMA, the Advancing Missouri Athletes, and other Mizzou-related collectives. So again, what exactly does that mean? So in other words, hey, you guys can say, hey, the, the collective's pretty awesome, isn't it? Hey, isn't it cool that you're getting money? Oh, wait, I can't say that. I, I just, if we're going to make this legal, then let it le- then let it be legal. Again, why does all of this have to be sort of, again, shrouded in mystery? And why is why are all these, these technical rules in there that, well, you, you can do this, but you can't do that. The coaches can't be involved. So, so in other words, your local car dealer can drop off bags whenever they want, but the coaches have to sort of pretend that they aren't involved. That sounds a lot like the previous system to me where people were dropping bags. It was just all sort of, again, shrouded in mystery. You know, you'd hand it off to your Adidas representative if you were at the University of Kansas. That's how you'd do that stuff back in the day. But now, again, why are we, again, pretending like this isn't happening? If we're going to open up NIL, well, then just let the coaches get directly involved because we know one way or the other through back channels they're certainly going to be involved one way or the other. Let's not kid ourselves. And one final note on NIL before we move on to the Missouri basketball schedule for this coming season. I will say that there does appear to be an advantage for local recruits right now. And I keep coming back to Luther Burden because I've got to assume that the money up front in terms of the NIL money Whatever he was being offered at Georgia or Alabama was probably at least similar, if not better, to what Missouri was able to offer, again, up front. But I do wonder if there's a idea that, hey, maybe Luther Burden would have been just another five-star recruit at those places, whereas at Missouri, hey, he's basically a celebrity in, in a way that's much bigger, I think, in an immediate sense than if he were at Alabama. Now, don't get me wrong. If he goes to Alabama and has 1,500 yards receiving or something crazy, he's going to be a celebrity. But I'm just saying at Missouri, he's a celebrity the moment he stepped into Columbia. So that is a different level, and that does afford him some different opportunities locally that perhaps he wouldn't have had if he had gone out of state. So that is something to consider. I think it's quite possibly something that Caden Green is considering right now And this could really be an advantage for Missouri, especially in a season where, again, NIL is so new, number one. But number two, this is a really, really special class of Missouri high schoolers, especially along that offensive line. So, hey, hopefully Eli Drinkwitz and his staff can strike while the iron's hot. 
And by the way, the Royals and the Cardinals are both off on this Thursday afternoon. But you know what? The baseball action never stops over at betonline.net. And whether it is baseball, basketball, football, yes, there's always football futures happening. NBA futures for the next season's championship are out. Heck, they even have an over-under for the Los Angeles Lakers out. 46.5 strikes me as a little bit high. Just saying. No offense, LeBron. But you know what? Again, no matter what you're into, betonline.net remains the best spot for all of your betting needs, your scores, your podcasts, and of course, news this season as well. Head to betonline.net today via on your computer or mobile device to learn more about the trends and action over at BetOnline, where the game starts. Well, to make an incredibly obvious statement, I really hope that the Tiger basketball team can sell some more season tickets next season. And you know what? With the home slate, a lot of it being revealed, certainly the SEC portion of the slate, and you add the University of Kansas, hey, the Jayhawks making their first trip to Columbia in about 10 years, actually over 10 years now at this point, and you've got a reason to plunk down money for season tickets if you're a Missouri fan for the first time in perhaps a long time, according to some people. And I really mean season tickets specifically here. I'm not just talking about buying individual tickets to a random game at Missouri Arena. Maybe you go to a half dozen games a year and you just buy single tickets because why not? They're available, right? It's not like Missouri's been selling out a lot lately. But... This coming 2022-2023 season, number one, hopefully Dennis Gates is going to get this ball rolling in the right direction. Obviously, winning is the number one inducement for anybody to, to pick out to pick up their wallet, open it up, and go to Mizzou Arena. But when it comes to season tickets, well, back in the day, obviously the Kansas game, tough to get tickets for. Easier now with StubHub and all that stuff, but guess what? If Missouri's actually pretty good, and especially considering again, this is the first one in a decade in Columbia. Well, you're going to be playing. You're going to be paying, excuse me, a pretty penny for that single game experience. Ultimately, heck, just buy a season ticket pass, sell that game if you want to, and you'll probably pay for at least half of what you've put into it. So again, you've got Kansas coming to town on the on the. You've also got Iowa State coming to town. That's a pretty interesting game. But you've also got Alabama, Kentucky, South Carolina, Vanderbilt at home. The, that's pretty. That's a pretty good slate. And then at home, you've also got LSU coming, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Texas A and M. Now, obviously, Alabama, Kentucky. LSU, Arkansas, those are some really nice premium games there. Anytime you get Kentucky coming to town, that's going to sell some tickets as well. So you know what? If you're a Missouri fan, you feel like getting out to Mizzou Arena next year, plunk down some money for some season tickets in the upper deck even. It'll be worth it. Those are good seats up there, I promise you, considering everything. And you know what? Plenty of times you're going to be able to move down a few levels. So you know what? Be bold. Secure your Kansas and Kentucky tickets now. Throw in Arkansas and Alabama too. Iowa State, 
LSU, Ole Miss, the whole deal. And I think you'll be pretty satisfied. I had a good time as a season ticket holder last year, despite a pretty horrific basketball season on the court. So it can't get any worse than that. I would encourage you all to come on down. And finally, I'm sure all of you have heard this news by now, but I wanted to comment on former Missouri point guard Phil Pressey joining Dennis Gates' staff as a graduate assistant. Now, first of all, Phil Pressey, not just a point guard, arguably the best point guard in school history. Now, some might quibble with that a little bit, but hey, let's think about that. Who's truly a point guard, number one? Because some of the guys you might throw back out there at me, Melvin Booker, perhaps. Well, Melvin was a point guard, I'll give you that, but he was also more of a combo guard in some ways. So we're, we're really quibbling. We're really quibbling here with positions. That's not the point. The point is, is that Phil Pressey was an excellent, excellent player from Missouri. And in particular, his passing ability, obviously he's the all-time Missouri assist leader, I think by a pretty good amount, by the way, in terms of totals. But not just that. You just, just go back and watch him play, as I did recently, that Norfolk State episode did, did the horrible ratings that I thought it would. But that one was just for me, gosh darn it. But in all seriousness, if you haven't checked that one out yet, I really recommend you do so because it's probably going to be not quite what you expected. I was pretty proud of that episode. But regardless, Phil Pressey in that game, you, you were just reminded so much by how great he was at not only just making simple passes, but setting up his guys with just a perfect feel for basketball, just the timing of, okay, if I make one extra dribble here, I'm going to make Ricardo Ratliff's man help, and that will give him an opportunity for a perfect, easy, wide-open layup. And if just even a little bit of Phil Pressey's feel for the game, his passing acumen, if that can just rub off even a little bit on this team, well, I'd say a graduate assistant role is going to be well worth it, without a doubt. And and really at, what, 30, 31 years old, whatever Flip is these days, he's still young enough to go scrimmage with those guys. So so what the heck? And I will note that this is Pressy trying to, he's given up his professional basketball career at this point, had had some cup, cup of, cups of coffee, excuse me, in the NBA, also played internationally as well, including with Ricky Paulding, I believe, in Germany this past season. But... It does say something to me that Pressy has decided to be a graduate assistant at this age because typically your grad assistants, well, those are guys, that's a path that Kim English took relatively soon after, after his pro career was over. Usually those are positions that guys, you know, they've recently graduated from college. They're in their early 20s. So for Pressy to take this job to sort of, I don't know, take a fairly low a, a low pay place on the totem pole with Missouri, to me, that says he's serious about this. And it says that he's willing to start at the bottom and, and work his way up. And really, I think it's a great opportunity for him. I think it's smart of him to sort of look at the bigger picture and say, hey, I don't have any actual experience here in coaching at, at 31 years old, but I can get in on the ground floor with a couple of guys in Dennis Gates and Charlton Young who have a lot of who've obviously been excellent assistant coaches. Gates, I think, can be an excellent head coach at this level as well. So take advantage of those Mizzou connections while you can. Great place for him to start. And, well, frankly, it'll just be fun to hopefully occasionally see 
flip pressy around town with his old buddy Lawrence Bowers. But you know what? With all that being said, thank you all so much for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen. Get more of the SEC by making Locked On SEC your second listen. Everyday Chris Gordy and a parade of local experts of Locked On, including me on occasion, by the way, take you across the SEC in less than 30 minutes a day. Make Locked On SEC your second listen. That's Locked On SEC. So until next time, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou. (laughs) 